You are listening to the Run Duo Podcast, a program to entertain and to inform. Forerunners by runners. Now here are your hosts, India Cook and Tommy Mitchell. And we are back. It is the Run Duo episode 12. 12. How you doing? I'm doing well. What's going on with you? I'm great. My name is Tommy Mitchell. And I am India Cook. And we are the the Run Run Duo. Duo. So... You finally bought your plane ticket. The plane ticket is secured. And she bought it because <laughs> she ran them 20 miles. Well, I actually pr- secured the plane ticket prior to running the 20 miles. <laughs> okay. So, okay. I wasn't like you. <laughs> I know you always talk about you don't secure that plane ticket until time. <laughs> um, until you, after you run that 20 miles. But I secured the plane ticket. Then I ran the 20 miles. So it's our it's time to go. Well, so yeah, we, yeah. Once you once you hit that twenty mile point, it's go time. It's like, dude, can we run this tomorrow? Right. Can we just go ahead and get this over? with? Can we with? get this over with? <laughs> exactly. I had a couple of people ask me like, could you have done six point two more after that twenty? <laughs> uh, I would have had to. Like, but the time yeah. you get to twenty, like, you might as well pump you out go the last ahead. thing. You gonna finish? Right. You gonna finish? Unless I'm somebody finish. like you know, you drop to your knees, you gotta crawl. Right. You're going to finish. But you know what I say? One of my biggest goals, regardless of time, aside from all that, I want to cross the finish line vertical. Like, standing up on my own two feet. Yeah. That's what I want. That's what you want. That's what I want. I'm going to get it. Now, this is um, episode 12, so I just want to say we are going to be, we're going to have an interview. It's not Mm -hmm. just us. Um, We're going to interview Polo. He's a a renaissance man here in Atlanta, Georgia. He owns a gym. He does music. Mm -hmm. He's into juicing. So, that's going to be a great interview. We're going to... We're going to get to that a little bit later. Yes. But we're going to finish up with this 20 miles. So yes. tell, give, us, give us a story about this 20 miles. Listen, so for those that follow me on Instagram, you probably saw that I posted about my 20 mile and how my morning was quite interesting, right? So I, I prepared myself on Friday night. I set my alarms for 4 o'clock in the morning. And I set, yeah, for 4 o'clock in the morning. That was it. Mm-hmm. And I said, okay, if I get up at 4, 4 4.30, I can be able to take off by 5.30. Mm-hmm. Right. And I was going to do a route around my house. I wasn't going to take it to the trail because it was going to be too dark outside. Mm-hmm. So, you know, at this time, I'm dog sitting. And yeah. so I was like, all right, let me get up. Let me take Is care of the dog. Job? What? Dog sitting? Yeah. Why? You said my dog. <laughs> I did babysit your dog. <laughs> and you said other people's dog. Is that? Did you start? Did I help you I start a new business? <laughs> I need to start charging people, right? Because my friend said the same thing. She's like, you got another dog? But yes, I was dog sitting. Um, I guess it's my way of filling the void of my dog that I no longer have. Okay, so so you took care of the (laughs) dog. So I took care of the dog. Woke up at 4 o'clock. I got up. I got up right when my alarm went off. I took care of the dog, and I sat on my bed, Tommy. I fell asleep, and I did not wake up till like 6.30. What? I fell asleep. I don't remember falling over. I don't remember falling asleep. I woke back up at six thirty, like, <gasps> like okay. in a huge panic. Let me let me just define that. You did not fall asleep. You passed. Out. <laughs> That's called passing out. When you fall asleep, you kind of you kind of know it. You know you prepare yourself. Literally, you just passed out. No, but like, right, like moments of your life are missing. <laughs> Like, literally, when I woke up, my feet were dangling off the bed, and my back was, like, on the bed. Like, so I'm, like, half, like, half ass, like, over the bed. And I'm like, how did I get here? Oh, my God. How did I get here? And I'm pissed, because clearly, y'all know it's still 90 degrees Mm -hmm. in September in Mm -hmm. Atlanta. Yeah. Therefore, the heat is ridiculous, and the humidity is crazy. So I'm just Mm -hmm. like, I wanted to start early, because clearly it's 20 miles, and I'm going to be running for hours. Yeah. I needed to get get it going. So now it's 6.30. Now I'm rushing to do everything that I was supposed to be doing to hit the pavement. Okay. Clearly didn't hit the pavement till 8 (laughs) o'clock, because by the time I got everything done, situated myself, calmed myself down from almost having a panic attack. (laughs) And getting, I ended up going to the trail that morning because the, the time I got going, the, it was light outside. So you might. So I was well, like, I yeah. might as well go to the trail instead mm-hmm. of dealing with like the hills and the humidity. Then I was, I was trying to think logically because the route that I run by my house is not really shaded. So mm-hmm. if I would have took off on time, it wouldn't have been like too much sun beating up on me. Okay. But at this point, I'm taking off at eight o'clock. I'm gonna be running lunch by lunch through lunchtime. <laughs> <laughs> so therefore, I need to go where there's shade so that I'm not getting beat up by the heat. So I was like, just take drive it to the trail, India, Silver Comet Trail, and get it going. Just get it done. Yeah. So it was good. It was a good run. It was it was a good run. It was not um, painless. 
Okay. But it was it was okay. It was bearable. I felt very accomplished. I actually ran into a couple people. Um, ran into Ebony. Ran into Polo. Mm-hmm. Uh, Sheba. I ran into Tony. Um, so I ran into a lot of people on the trail, so that was good. And then I ran into this lady that was running Chicago and doing her 20 as well. Okay. And we ended up kind of finishing together. Both of us were kind of like run-walking type situation mm-hmm. closer to the end. And we just was having good conversation. And it was just good to have the inspiration. And she was like, we finished our 20. So it was kind of <laughs> cute. But Do, do yeah. you do? Because you know Heather um, does that run-walk thing. The do intervals? You do, yeah. Do you do that? So this is the thing with me and intervals. Okay. <sighs> so I usually start out really well. Uh-huh. And then, or I don't start out well because I feel like, why am I walking in the first mile and I don't walk in the first mile okay. or the first gotcha. 5K or whatever uh-huh. it is. But so some days it just depends. But usually I try to do the intervals, but then I find myself feeling like my walks are too slow mm-hmm. and then I'm having to catch up in the runs. Okay. If that makes any sense. Yeah. So it's like, I'm trying to find a healthy balance because I feel like it does work for me at times, but I have to focus India listen to your watch and do the intervals. Yeah, exactly. Instead of saying, you know what, I'm just going to run through this because I'm feeling good, uh-huh. I sometimes walk through the run and run through the walk. You know what I mean? So it just sometimes I just get all thrown off. So okay. I'm trying to figure out for the marathon, am I going to con- continue to do intervals? Because I have not had a run that I've stayed on point with it. Okay, all. yeah. Um. So I'm trying to figure out what I'm going to do or if I'm just going to listen to my body. And just do, just do what go. I got to do. Yeah, because it is kind of weird to be walking the first mile. Yeah, yeah, well, is that how... I don't know how it works. I've so, never... it's three... So, I have... You can set your intervals the way that you would like. Okay. So, I do... Um, and this is, I guess, what Heather does as well, because she set it up for me. Thanks, Heather. Mm-hmm. Um, three, one. <laughs> so, you run three minutes, walk a minute, run three minutes, walk a minute, and it just keeps going like oh, that. Oh, okay. So, some people do four, one. I do three, one. I think Heather does three, one. So, mm-hmm. it just depends on what works best for you. Um, but, obviously, it shouldn't be like a mall walk. Like, like yeah. you're walking at the mall. Yeah. It should be like a fast-paced walk, but it kind of allows you to gather yourself and bring your heart rate down a little bit. Okay. So I guess it just depends. But obviously, if you're running 9, 10, 11, 12-minute miles mm-hmm. in your first mile, you're going to be having some walking. Yeah. Right? Uh-huh. So, yeah. So that's the thing that you kind of run up against. Because usually, I mean, I can totally run a good number of miles without walking. Okay. But with the intervals you're supposed you're pacing to well, it's, yourself you're do, yeah exactly it's you're doing pacing. it so you're you're fresher down the line exactly so that's the whole, you're the pacing whole point. yourself so i haven't figured out mm-hmm. how to use it yet i don't yeah. know i might just listen to my body i might still have it set on my watch because mm-hmm. you can turn it off or turn it on but and listen to my body but i don't know yeah i'm really i'm taking this thing one day at a time <laughs> I really am. My anxiety is high about it, but I'm like, India, calm yourself down. It's mm-hmm. a race. You're going to finish it because yeah. you're just a beast like that. And in my mind, it's not. I'm not going to allow myself to not finish, but I'm trying not to be so focused on what I'm going to do because I don't know how I'm going to feel that weekend. Yeah. Yeah. So. But, you know, long you pre- you train, you prepare, yes. and, you know, hope it all comes together on race day. It will. Day. It yeah. will. Yeah. I've never had any, since I've actually been training, I've never mm-hmm. had any, like, well, that's a lie. I did have a disaster. I had a disaster race at, um... What's the one that's the Hotlanta? Yeah, that's Did you probably. Finish though? Yeah, I finished, but it was still a disaster race. It was. Have you had a DNF under your belt yet? No, nah, I shouldn't I, say yet, but some people say that everybody's gonna have, gonna a have DNF one eventually. At some point. I would have to like uh, my first marathon. If it wasn't for this one guy, I probably wouldn't have finished because I was cramping. This is before I knew anything about goo or yeah, yeah, yeah. you know. I didn't know anything. I'm just out there running. Right. Um. But he found. He saw me, and I was starting to cramp up really, really bad, and he gave me um. Salt, salt tabs? No. Um, he, well, he told me, you know, because he saw all the salt on my face. He told me to wipe my face off. He said, next stop, something. grab some goo. Yeah. But he gave me, um, it's the, like the heat stuff. Um, the bio, bio, biofreeze. Bio he freeze. gave me some biofreeze. And I li- listen, y'all, I live by biofreeze mm. and Tiger Bomb. Yeah. It smells, and it smells like your grandma. But, but it works. it works. It definitely works. Like, literally, in my marathon last year, mm-hmm. I was slapping on. I used BioFreeze before, and, you know, obviously before and after, but during mm-hmm. it, they had the big tub yeah, of BioFreeze. Yeah, exactly. And Chicago you has it everywhere. you squeeze it and just slap it on your tights. Oh, yeah. I, I swear <laughs> by it. I, I put my hand and swear yes. on it. Because it, it definitely, definitely, BioFreeze and Tiger Bomb is amazing. Yes. So, for those that have aches, cramps, and all that stuff, uh-huh. like, not cramps, technically, but, like, aches and pains. Now, Biofreeze is good. Have you had a race where everything went right? Like where you just felt like this, it's like all oh, my training has worked, everything, I'm peaking exactly at the right yes. time. 
So my race for that mm-hmm. was um, was Brooklyn Half in 2016. Okay. And that's my PR race, half yeah. marathon. Mm-hmm. I felt amazing. My weight was on point. Uh-huh. I could tell that the training worked. I felt good. I was high five and Ayana through. <laughs> I think she took off from me because she's a little faster than me. But mm-hmm. we ran. I think we ran maybe five miles together the first time and then okay. she took off but we were high five and eight mile at each mile and mm-hmm. it just felt good really? it felt good i finished feeling good yeah. like 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 you felt like yes, okay, all I my felt training like everything all just, my training felt everything good. just came Nutrition together was on point everything mm-hmm. was on point i was active and social after the race i wasn't like oh my god i'm I going home go lay down. leave exactly. me alone yeah. it wasn't that it was like all right girl let me go take a shower <laughs> i'm feeling great and of course i pr too so that's yeah. something that kind of gives you a little bit more energy but yeah, that's my race that continues to stick with me. I'm still chasing that PR. Yeah, like, yeah. Let's get it. Yeah, I, I would. Well, you know what? I was gonna say Savannah, my uh-huh. marathon in Savannah. I ran a 3:55, but it might be Thanksgiving. That was my PR for half. I ran the Thanksgiving mm-hmm. uh, half marathon, and I ran a 147. But that was after I had. I kind of. I didn't. I wouldn't say I bonked at my first Chicago, but yeah, I did. Mm-hmm. Um. I ran the Chicago, and I ran the first half great. In the second half, I ran like I'd never run before. Right. Because I was, I had run too fast. I'd gone out too fast. But so easy to go out fast in Chicago. Oh, because yes, that have not yeah, run, it's, it's, it's so, so easy flat. to go out too fast because but, it's yeah, flat. Yeah, but so when I got back to Atlanta, you know, it's Thanksgiving half was coming, and I knew I trained, so I knew I was in shape because mm-hmm. I knew I'd already I ran the first half of that marathon, incredible. Right. So I just decided to try to run that one, and it it really, I mean. Because I had imagined the race in my mind because I've run it so many times. Mm-hmm. I was like, well, that part right there is a lot of downhill. And mm-hmm. this part right here, I can do it. I can run mm-hmm. a sub 150. That's what I was right. thinking in my mind. Mm-hmm. So I would say that race is probably it. Now, we both, yeah, we've all, we both talked about our great half marathons and how everything came together. Yes. But we did not have a day like Elliot Kip chose. Listen. Did that man have a day? He, is, he had a day. And I remember you posted something. You was like, what's y'all's biz? Like, what do you think he going <laughs> to do? What you think he going to do? And I don't even remember, did I say like two? I might have to look at it. I don't I remember like, what you said. I, I said that he was going to do better than he did before, mm-hmm. but I didn't think he was going to um, beat the world record. Well, okay, so a lot of people don't. Re- First off, last year, he yes. had done the, the little na- Nike thing. Yeah. That was a hard run. Of course it was. And it was raining. Uh huh. So that kind of, but I'm like, this is the man. Right. He, he trains. It's just incredible to me. He's amazing. He's, he, he's a machine. He, because, okay. You know, he ran track. He ran, mm-hmm. I think, 5K, 10K, I guess. Right. He wasn't the best in that. Right. He was good. He's a distance guy. Yeah, but he wasn't the best in it. Right. But since he switched over to the marathon. Yeah. It's his thing. You, other guys that were better than him in those shorter distances. Right. Can't touch him. No. They ain't even around no more. Now, I knew he was going to win. I didn't doubt that piece, but mm-hmm. I couldn't dictate the time. Okay. Like, I just was like, I know he's going to get better than what he did before. But I was like, we're a record. I don't know. You know? Well... After he did that in in Italy, even though it was you know on a closed course, he yeah. had all the the um, pacers people and all that. pacers and all that kind of stuff. And we gonna have to talk about pacers, but go ahead. <laughs> After all that, I knew he had it in him. Mm-hmm. He had it in his legs to run a world record. Right now, I don't. I, I my hesitant was like, can he drop another minute to get it down to two minutes? Right, two hours, two hours. But that that's the only part I was worried about. Mm-hmm. But anyway, let me tell you, he looked like he looked like I do during my first mile of running. <laughs> oh, right? <laughs> that's that first mile like. when you take yeah. off and you yeah. feel it real good? That's exactly uh, what he looks like the whole 26.2. 26.2. And then when he's done, he looks like he's been running a 5K. Like, when he finished across the line, he he still he sprints and like yes. hugs somebody. Yes. And I'm just like, this guy it's amazing. is straight Amazing. amazing and like amazing. and i ain't gonna lie okay so at the beginning and i actually watched the the recording i i i, I didn't watch it live um it was 3 a.m in atlanta well i tried to wake up i did i woke up at two mm-hmm. i came down because somebody didn't want to be bothered yeah being woken up at three o'clock mm-hmm. in the morning because i was gonna watch the pregame and all that right so i come <laughs> down i turn on the tv mm-hmm. and i lay on the couch right and that was all that <laughs> yep i woke up he was halfway done That's i was like Damn it. That's exactly what happened to me. I woke up. I looked at my phone. I set it up because I just watched watch it through my NBC Sports app. Mm-hmm. And I woke up with the, the phone face down. And I'm, my hand is like half holding the phone. And I was like, you know what? I am no good. That means you tired. Yeah. So I just um I, I, I cut off the live feed and just watched the recording that mm-hmm. I had already done. 
And so I did get to see it from start to finish. And from start to finish, he just... Because in the beginning, they were like, okay, he wants to run the first half in 61 minutes. That's what his pacers were set to do. <sighs> he lost his first two pacers right. pretty quickly. He did. Like, the guy that was actually supposed to be with him... The majority of the, the way. The majority of the way was the first off. to go. Right. So he lost his first two pacers. He's got one guy left. But he makes it to the halfway point. So his first half was 61-60. Mm-hmm. His second half was 60-33. That's, see, and they say that's how you're supposed to run PR. That's how you're supposed to run it. I don't know nobody to do that. <laughs> <laughs> nobody in my run family does we that. We got people that say they do, but... Uh, I don't know nobody that do that. No, not like, like Darrell that. could probably do that. Oh, I saw Darrell on Saturday. Oh, did you? Yeah. Oh, he was out there, yeah, too. Darrell could probably... That's Darrell's the only way I can think of off the top of my right. head that, that I think could probably do that. Because he everybody calculates else, everything. Yes. Everybody yeah. else, we run as fast as we can and hold on for dear life. You know what I say? I say we try to save stuff for the tank, for in a tank, right? So this is a horrible mindset that I have. So mm-hmm. if I run better paces in the beginning, that kind of saves me that 30 seconds or a minute that I cut off the pace that I should be at. And it can just save in a tank for those times that I'm like, like the last couple times. But that's like the worst way. Runners out there don't think like me. That's horrible. And I'm trying to change that mindset, but that's kind of how I think. I mean, I guess maybe, you know, it really has to do with confidence in yourself. Exactly. Because if you have confidence in yourself, you'll you'll slow your pace down mm-hmm. in the first half so you can run that 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 uh negative in the second half that of the marathon. That's patience and training to be able to go there, and then mm-hmm. when your body does start getting tired because yeah. you're getting further, mm-hmm. to be able to kick it into gear, like that takes just a whole nother level of yeah. you know training. So. Well, I mean, he that's that's how you know he did it, and okay, so he ran. His, so of course. He ran the Berlin Marathon in two minutes. I'm sorry, two hours, one minute, and 39 seconds. Yes. Um, dropping one minute and 18 seconds off the world record pace. Mm-hmm. His pace per mile was four minutes and I was 38 just about seconds. To say, let's talk about this pace, though. His 15K pace was 1424. Yes. Um, let's see here. Only four people. So if you took Kipchoge's five fastest marathons mm-hmm. and average it out it comes to two minutes two hours three minutes and 21 seconds there's only four people that's even run a marathon right at that much mm-hmm. but he runs it on the correct because i was thinking about this too he runs it on he runs on berlin berlin and london uh, has he run an american marathon did he has he run new york has he run boston yeah has he? I like he has i don't know i don't think i've ever seen his name pop up let me look it up. Yeah, look it up. Because I don't know. I, I think it's, he's Berlin and London. That's his, that's his two. Because he only runs two a year. Mm-hmm. So it looks like Berlin and London, which those are the two if you're going to run a world record pace. I mean, you could do it on Chicago, too. But I guess maybe they just don't feel like Chicago is prestigious enough. Probably not. Cause, yeah. Um, and that's why they don't. But the last seven world record marathons have been run in Berlin. Mm-hmm. Because it's such a, it's such such a, fast, a fast Yeah, course. such a fast, fast course. Right. But, I mean, regardless, fast, not fast, you know. It was amazing. Yes. It was amazing. And I think it's just interesting to continue to see him progress. And he's so humble about what he does. Mm -hmm. And it's just, and I think that's what makes a difference, too, about him is that he's humble and he knows kind of what he's done. And he, 2014, he ran Chicago. Oh, did he? Did he win? But everything else was uh, Berlin and London. Did he did he win Chicago? It says a G next to it. What's that mean? That he got the gold? Yeah. I don't know what that means. Yep. Two years ago? Yep, he did. So what year was that? Twenty fourteen. Oh, she come over and run again. Yeah, that was twenty fourteen. Yeah. And he did that in two oh four eleven. So well, he was still like you you know, he's been shaving some time. Huh? Yeah. I, I I think he can break that record. Like at this point, it's Yeah. It'd be great if he did it at the Olympics. It would be great. Wouldn't that be great? It would be amazing. Like, come on and do this. Let's do this. Now, um, we were talking about the the um, his pacers. There, we were just yes, talking about pacers. pacers. Yes, 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 yes. Okay, so you noticed it, and I noticed it, and I don't, I don't think I noticed this last year. Ladies, it's a problem. Why don't the women have pacers? I'm just gonna say it because I'm a woman. <laughs> why don't the women have pacers? Is there bias? Like, why? Well, they do, but they're their own pacers. They're not supplied by. I don't care about your own. They should be supplied, just like the men are able to be supplied with pacers. They should get the same thing. Well, in London, they do. Because I remember London Marathon, the women had pacers as well. Right. But you know what? They said that it's kind of an advantage that they have their own pacers Mm -hmm. because 
they don't have to share them. You know what I mean? With with the other runners. They have their personal pacer mm-hmm. that they can plan out the race with that person and kind of go from there. Yeah. But, I mean, but truly, is that the same thing as having the pacers that the men have? Like, let's be real. Well, I mean, not it's not as far as what the, the organization doing. No. Exactly. I would like to hear. But that whole German thing is kind of weird anyway. But I'm guaranteed they're going to say it's that the only the top time people get... Pacers. I'm sure that's what they that would they they're but the top they three ladies finished in under two nineteen. Come on now, like I understand it's not two o two, it's not two o three, it's not two o five, it's still two nineteen. Like I feel like that's still amazing. But see, the thing is, it's a uh, well, I don't know if London was like that too. Was London like a, a everybody started one time, or did the they elites had go? Split up. They okay, because German everybody started at the same time. Mm-hmm. Everybody and maybe that has something to do with it. I don't know. Right. You know, so I, I can't tell you. That's something we might have to investigate. I just think that that, yeah, it need, we need some investigation on it. But congrats, congratulations um, to Gladys Sharono, who mm-hmm. did win. Um, Setting a, 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 didn't she do a top time for the Berlin? Yeah, 218.11. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, so she, congratulations to her. And I think that's like her third time winning. So she just, that's her race. Yeah. Um, And so it's just amazing that she continues to do that. And I feel like, like, like listen, give us some pictures. Help us out. <laughs> Don't be biased. We want to be in a low tens too. Two two eighteen is great. Yeah, but I we mean, honestly, be in there too. I, I noticed that, and I was like, and the announcer said something about it too. But yeah. they were American announcers, so you know they didn't, you know, know. You know, it was really weird. Okay, what? so when Kipchoge was coming in, and, and it was before he got to the Brandenburg, you know, mm-hmm. thing, or whatever. But they had, you know, how at rock and roll they have people with microphones like yeah. cheering people. Exactly. So there's a guy cheering. You can hear him, mm-hmm. and he goes, "Oh, here it comes, you know, hey, like Chogi, and it was time for a new world record." Mm-hmm. And I heard it, and then I was like, "Wait a minute, they're in Germany. Why mm-hmm. is he speaking English?" Because <laughs> you would never see that any. You would not see anybody in America you speaking another language. That came across my mind. I'm like, when you go over there, like, what? How does that work? Because is it because there's so many people that come from the states? Well, I guess, but the thing is, okay. So when I was in Europe, yeah, German, German, uh, that language to me seemed to be the second language. You know, like in America, the second language is Spanish. Yeah, German seemed to be the second language in every other every country I went to. Right. So that's why it really surprised it's interesting, me. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah, because I found like in even in the in like the TV programs, some of them were simulcast in German mm-hmm. instead of like when I was in Greece and mm-hmm. you know what they speak Greek, I guess. Yeah. Um, and you know, in the other countries, there was simulcast in German. Mm-hmm. So I was a little surprised when I heard the guy right. speaking. And at first, it didn't phase me because yeah, I'm American, right? You know, I'm so like, you're like, oh, yeah, okay. <laughs> but then I was like, wait a minute, right? You're talking to Germans, but when they come over here, we don't we don't give them no yeah, translation. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> ain't no translation. Bro. I ain't no translation, bro. You better figure it out. Well, it's Trump. This is Trump America, right? You better speak that English. What's wrong with you? You think you are? First off, you ain't getting in the country, right? <laughs> Figure that thing on out. So, yes. So, that was interesting. And then another thing, because uh-huh. um, if you didn't see the whole thing, you didn't see this. So, the actual telecast was a German telecast. That's who was controlling the, the cameras and everything. Right. But with American announcers, they show the first Japanese runner. Like, they have him, like, mm. pictured. Mm-hmm. And below it, first Japanese runner. <laughs> and I remember I was like... Okay, that's weird. Right. Why are we awkward? Why is Why that? are you showing that? <laughs> <laughs> what does that got to do? Maybe that was specific, specifically for NBC in America. I, like maybe that was specific. Well, why wouldn't they show the first American then? Are they know Americans running? Can you pick that out? I don't know. Are, if we, sure, are we for sure that America? Uh, you can't I, I don't think there was any top level Americans running that I could see. You know, yeah. I didn't hear them announce any. They really only announced, announced like three elites on the men and the women, mm-hmm. pretty much. They kept that thing slim. Yeah, they kept it slim. They said, mm-hmm. this, is a, this is only for horses. <laughs> and let me tell you, when Kipchoge was like a minute ahead of everybody right. else, it was just ugly. Yes. Because I was like, I was like, is, is he going to be able to make it? Right. Is he? And then we, when he got to Brandenburg, yes. I was just like, oh, my God. And he had this little smirk on his face like, this yes. This is about to win this yes, thing. Yes, he is. Anyway. And he did. Okay. So, so yes. yeah. I was I was really excited. I was really, really excited. So, sidebar, because we are talking about Kipchoge, obviously. Mm-hmm. But, but the Morton supplements that he uses, and, of course, that's out of Sweden, right? Yeah. So, this is a supplement company out of Sweden. So, mm-hmm. this is what Kipchoge, he endorses it and just really focuses on that so recently within the last month they've come out with a gel so an energy gel 
right? So it's packaged like a goo mm-hmm. or, yeah, just like a goo, a goo or a cliff, uh, cliff gel. Whereas before, they just had the drink mix that mm. was, like, really big that they would use. Yeah. Right? So the drink mix, something that's very different about the drink mix is that it it is it comes in a pack and it feels like beads. Like, uh-huh. when you fill the package, it feels like beads. And when you interact it with water and it gets into your body, the acid from your stomach and the beads turns the product into a gel. Really? So it helps. Yes, you, I did my research. <laughs> it turns the product into gel, so it mm-hmm. helps to, for you to absorb the carbs, mm-hmm. right, better. And so that's the big part about their technology that is that it's no flavor, no preservatives, no negative acids or anything added. So it helps to encapsulate it and break it down to a gel so that it does not harm your stomach. Because I don't know if we talked about this um, another time, but at, sometimes when I use goo, mm-hmm. I would have stomach irritation. So I would like have to use the bathroom or something okay, like that. Yeah, and a lot yeah. of people have uh-huh. that issue. So the fact that they encapsulate and kind of the way that it breaks down, it goes through the, the intestines better than just taking like your other stuff that also has like flavors and uh-huh. you know, processed. Yeah. Like the goos and stuff like that is more processed yeah. than these. So now that they've come out with a gel, I was seeing some not really controversy, but people are asking like, they expected for the gels to have a more um, higher level of carbs in each packet, right? So, of course, the reason why we take supplements is because it gives you those carbs and it gives you the sugars to give you more energy, Mm -hmm. right? So, each one of these um, packets gives you 25 grams of carbohydrates, right? And so, they tell you that you should, um, your body is able to take up from between 90 and 100 carbs an hour to give you more energy, Okay. Okay. So, of course, if you calculate that, that means you, you might be taking how many gels an hour? Four? Yeah. Four, four is gels an hour. Mm-hmm. So, someone that's running a marathon that's over three hours, you're carrying a lot of gels. Yes. So, there was a, there was a not, I want to say controversy, but there mm-hmm. was a lot of questions going back and forth on the website in regards to if this is supposed to be a very uh, higher line. Yeah you know, supplement, uh-huh. why isn't there more carbs packed in it? Uh-huh. Um, because you you, sh- you don't want to be carrying 20 packs of goo with you okay. during the time. Uh-huh. Um, but they also explain that if you use their drink mix along with the gels, the uh-huh. drink mix kind of lasts a little longer, has more carbs in it versus the gel. So kind of using them um, together Simu- yeah, simultaneously uh-huh. to help you through the process. So I know when you see a lot of elite runners, I, I follow a lot of elite runners, uh-huh. that is what they're using now. And it's from Sweden and... Seems like it's a great product. Yeah, and they really did a lot of research on it because it's been out a while, but yes. it's just been secret. It like has nobody been. really talked about it. Yeah. Only the elite runners were able to use it. Mm-hmm. Um, but now that it's out publicly, yeah. you know, everybody uses it. Did so? Uh, did you see him? Because he had. Did you see? Did you see Kim Chokey's, um Bottle Boy? Yes, he was. He was, that guy was really excited. I saw the clip again today. Actually, when I was doing some research, he was. He was like, "Yes!" He was like, "Let's go!" And he was then, hyped. Yeah, exactly, he was yes. so hype, and was like, you know, like jump on the bottle. bike and go. But I was noticing he like taped mm-hmm. the gel to the bottle, right? So like toward the end. So in the beginning, it was just all bottle. Because right. he was running with the bottle. He exactly. was not throwing it away. He was he was drinking the whole fluid. Mm-hmm. But then toward the end, he was biting the thing off. And I could see he was sucking the gel. And then he right. just drank a little water. Exactly. And then toss it. Mm-hmm. Um, but so I'm thinking that's what he was doing. Exactly. Yeah. I got to get me a bottle guy. I got to get my own personal bottle guy. <laughs> for my next <laughs> next time next I run a marathon, time? I need my own personal you bottle guy. You better tell not to run. She'd be your bottle guy. Dude, ain't nobody got <laughs> I get zero bottles. Zero bottles? (laughs) Zero bottles. Yeah. But I think, you know, I think that's important. I want to try the gels. I actually have purchased two containers Mm -hmm. of the actual um, drink mix. Okay. I have not gotten the balls to try it yet, though. Yeah. I might try it. That first time you try a new supplement is a little scary. I know. And I'm like, (laughs) do I try it for this marathon season or do I just wait? Yeah. Like, I'm kind of like, I feel like I should wait, but it's kind of like hot. Like, it's kind of like, ooh. Do I try it? Do I not? So I'm excited. Um, and I would love any feedback for anybody that has used it. Give me give me what you think and let us know how you feel about it. Um, I think it's great. I would like to try it because I don't want any stomach issues with goo and mm-hmm. all of those things. Um, so maybe it'll be something that's good and it's flavorless and not any all the extra nasty stuff that we don't need. Yeah, I've seen the system. advertisements on Instagram. They, have, yeah. they advertise it a lot on Instagram. It's been big. Probably because they, they know I run. So they put it on my list. Listen, the way that they get you on the advertisements, whatever you Google, please know that there's going to be an advertisement coming up very, very soon. Now, I do have something. This is and this is basically for my people that live in NYC 
and in Chicago. Right. So I saw this. So Lululemon, and mm-hmm. we all know who Lululemon is. Yes. They're that that sports brand that I can't afford. <laughs> um, now don't get me I wrong. Think, I think they're just as pricey as, as regular Nike. Nah. They may be just a little bit, but okay, they're still so, like $150 for tights, which is what Nike is if you go to the regular store, not the outlet. I ain't disparaging them because the stuff I do have from them is good. They right. do make some really good stuff. Quality is great. Yeah, but I can't. When you talk about $75 for a pair of running shorts, man, come on. I ain't eating lunch for like two weeks <laughs> trying to buy some running shorts. True. <laughs> so, but anyway, and but I do have some of their stuff. Some I got some of it because... They do a lot of great promotions. They do. Um, Events in the city. Did you do the Strava one they did um, where you had to keep, you had to log in on Strava, and if you did a certain amount, that's how I got, they gave me a shirt and a pair of running shorts. I didn't do that one, but they had pop-up shops around okay. the city is what uh-huh. I did the last um Was that room. the one where you ran in the truck? Yes. Okay. So yeah. I did that one, and then they had another event that I went mm-hmm. to, and then um, because I know a couple of ambassadors with Lululemon, mm-hmm. I went to one of their like launch events. And okay. So I got some stuff in. Yeah. Oh, and I went to a yoga event with them. Okay. Yeah. Okay. But some, some of those events are like invite only types. Have you ever been to their um, discount sale they have at the? Um, I heard it's amazing. Yeah, Heather went a couple uh, of years. Yeah. Was it Brands Bart? Yeah. Not Brands. Not Brands Bart. Yeah, that's what that's what it turns. <laughs> um, it's, what? It's at the, but I know it's, it's downtown Atlanta. America's Mart. Yeah, America's there it Mart. Is. Yeah. So they have their big sale there. I know it was Mart. So. Yeah. So they have a vending machine in New York and Chicago. Mm-hmm. Free. It's a free vending machine. Free. Free. It's called the Run Stop Shop, and they're available 7 a.m. to 6 p.m. There's one in New York. There's one in Chicago. But mm-hmm. you can get water, um, noon tablets, red bars. Um, Honey Stinger Energy Gels. They have like first aid kits. Super Goop. Have you ever heard of Super Goop? I don't know what that is. Super um, Goop is that the stuff like uh, chafing gel? No. Well, they have chafing gel. They have um, squirrels, nut butter, anti chafe, and body glide. Okay. Um, Kleenex, face wipes. So they have all of that. It's all free. So, um, mm-hmm. so basically, and it opened on the 13th of this month. So it's open now in nice. New York and in Chicago. So the one in New York. Is at Rolla Cycling on um, One Pier Seventy Six, um, a four o eight Twelfth Avenue, and the one in Chicago is at the Chicago Theater on Lake um, Two Four O One North Lakeshore Drive. Mm-hmm. So if anybody lives in New York or Chicago, go check it out, and you know, let us know. I want to know about this thing because I'm hoping they'll put one in Atlanta on the belt. That's right. That'd, That'd be, be great. That thing would be sold out. Like, Man. it would not well, sold because it's free, thinking. but it would like, be, like... Well, you have to give your email address, so they okay. probably limit you. Okay, probably but, I mean, so. how many Google... I mean, I can sign up as many Gmail accounts as I need. <laughs> what you want? <laughs> what you need? I got, I got six I got right you. now. So, Supergoop is the SPF for people okay. that rest. Okay, yeah. gotcha. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, so that's all the um, stuff that you can get with it. And I think you can actually purchase Lululemon stuff in there as well, but that's not free. Like okay. I think you can and actually the stores or through the vending machine? through the vending machine because it nice. says something about like like small stuff like hats and you know okay. hair holders and, yeah you know, like small accessories yeah type stuff items. that you might need while you're out on your run so right. and I don't know Chicago and New York well enough to know where these places are but they say yeah. they're in areas that are big running areas. Gotcha. So. I mean, I think that that would be great, and obviously Atlanta needs something because uh we'll be we we would get them business. Yes, definitely. Well, it's I think we running. give Lulu because I mean I know both Lulu Lemons I know of have running. Now the, there's one the okay the one that's on the Beltline and there's one that does the West um, Midtown Run Club right with um, Tess. Mm-hmm. Um, with Tess is Howell Mill. Uh huh. On Howell Mill, but there's <laughs> one I know in the Perimeter Mall, but I don't know if they have like a Run Club. They don't. Okay. Because if don't. they had one, I might be there because I live right there. At not Perimeter Mall? Not too far. It's at two X's up. Perimeter Mall. Perimeter Mall. I live where you live. What are you talking about? You don't about? live next to me. Okay. Anyway. Um, <laughs> what? <laughs> you might as well go to the city. It took me 30 minutes to get here. Okay. If you say so. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> if they had one, I might check out their run club. But for me to get to Howell Mill or for me to get to Pont City Market is, a, just, is more of a hike. Yeah. It's too too much. Yes. Yeah, the, I know the one that runs out of Howell Mill, not Howell Mill, the one that runs out of um, the Beltline, mm-hmm. they got some crazy fast people. Because I, when I lived over there, I used mm-hmm. to see them. Yeah. And then they'd be rolling. Yeah. Yeah, they out my league. I can't mess with them. Yeah. It's a, it's a different, I think both of the stores have a different culture and different people that run yeah. with them. But they all look like they have a really good time and are very supportive of each other. And I think that that's great. 
That's wonderful. It is. So, are we ready to bring our guest on? Let's go. Okay, I so... I think you got some good information, got so some, bring it on. We got some good information. So, this is a great interview. Um, unfortunately, India... Will not, would not join us for the interview. Not this time, guys. Sorry. <laughs> so I got to have a great conversation with Polo, and I'm going to bring that on right now. All right. All right, and we're back with the Run Duo. So today is just the Run Run guy. I'm going to be doing the interview, and we got a great guest. He's, yeah. he's a he's a renaissance man. He does everything. He's a he's a juicer. <laughs> he owns a gym. He's into music. He's an Instagram motivator. We got Polo on the line. How you doing today, sir? Thank you, sir. I appreciate those kind words. I'm doing well today. How are you, my friend? I am great. I am great. And thank you for taking time out of your day to speak with me. Uh, just real quick, um, if and I don't know how anybody would know who you are, but um, uh, just real quick, just give uh, the listeners a quick synopsis, a synopsis of who you are. Okay, so who am I? Um, everybody calls me Polo. Um, well, I would describe myself as somebody that... I try my best to be uh, positive, motivating, uh, and and just try to inspire others. Um, you know, my life wasn't always uh, the best, and I've been through things like we all have, and I've come out on the other end of those things, thank God. And, man, so I kind of know what it is to be drugged through the dirt or be, come from the dirt and then rise above. So, And through that, I'm just trying to help others, man, do the same thing. Great, man. And you, you definitely, because, I mean, I, I kind of got to, to see you. I've never met you in person. And actually, I might have and just, you know, at runs or something like that. But I right. kind of got to know you from your Instagram page. So yes, you're always trying you. to, you know, motivate people. You're always talking about juicing. So I want to get into that part first. How did you get into okay. juicing? Like, were, were you like, did you work for a juice company and you just kind of took it up on your own? Or is this something just from your own health you got into and kind of learned about it? I kind of learned about it. So, yes, the second. So, um, originally, I was in music, and I'm still in music. I'm a, a studio owner as well. Um, but being in music, I just picked up a lot of bad habits. Uh, I won't talk about all of them. <laughs> but and um, I gained a lot of weight and, you know, just doing a lot of things that weren't good for my health. And in that industry, we also never sleep, which is not great for the health as well. So... Um, I ended up having to go to the hospital because I was having like real tight chest pains. Mm. Uh, one day went to the hospital and they were telling me like, I got some things going on with my heart and my uh, cholesterol, blood pressure, everything's like out of the, off the, off the roof. Um, and that, I knew that just came from like eating bad and my family. So I, and my family, like my grandma, a couple of my uncles uh, on my mother's side, end up dying from uh, heart complications. Mm -hmm. So I just had to make a decision and to live or die. So I decided I wanted to live, but I'm not a fan of hospitals, never have been. I uh, just started doing research on something alternative other than taking blood pressure pills or taking uh, things for cholesterol. And man, I just decided not to go back to the hospital and decided to take my health into my own hands and that's where the juicing started right there wow so you just kind of read books just kind of figured it out on your own and just started doing the juicing and mm -hmm. saw that it worked and that's kind yeah, of how you reading, really got into absolutely. it absolutely reading books by um uh the guy named uh arnold Eric. he has a book called the muculus diet um reading stuff uh that dr Savy talked about was another guy I checked out a lot his name is um Dan the Man, Life Regenerator, uh, who else? It's, it's tons of them. Dr. Robert Morris, uh, Dr. Africa, uh, Layla Africa. So I just kind of took what these guys were talking about, and their whole thing is basically you can heal yourself, and basically there's only one disease, and that disease is called mucus and acid, and they give it names like cancer and diabetes and and lupus and all these other different things. Um, so yeah, just reading books, watching videos, and and yeah, and I just took it into my own hands and decided to do it that way. Now, you know, a lot of people will go learn for themselves, learn to, to you know educate themselves on how to be healthy themselves. Mm -hmm. But you've kind of taken the next step. You wanna you're you're taking what you've learned and you're trying to pass it on 
to our community. So kind of tell us how you got into where you wanted to open up your own juice, your own juice bar or, you know, giving this information out to, to other people. So what happened was, so I was so excited about healing myself, right, and not having these problems and getting my blood pressure nice and leveled out, getting my cholesterol to where it needed to be, and just and losing all of that weight. So I was, because I was at like 200 pounds, maybe a little over. And um, once all that happened, I got super excited and I started doing these things called juice parties in Atlanta where I would invite people. And, you know, it started out small mm-hmm. and I would invite people and I would just juice for them. I would buy all the fruits, all the vegetables. I didn't ask for no money. And I was like, yeah, come through <laughs> and I'm going to do these, these juice parties and or these yeah juice parties and, and just teach people about juicing. And people would come out and they just start getting bigger and bigger. And even to the point where some lady was like, man, I, I do books and I'm into, uh, she wanted me to write a book, but I kind of like turned that down. I didn't think I was ready for a book at that time. But so I started doing these juice parties and a lot of people, uh, matter of fact, it was just one girl. She came to me after one of the parties and was like, man, that is, that's dope what you're doing. That's awesome. But uh, I don't got time to do that. So it just set off a light bulb in my head, and then that's when I started Juice ATL. That's when the company started. That's I was I mean. like, oh, she don't got time. Guess what? Don't worry about it. I'll make it for you, and I'll deliver it to you. But it basically just started out as me um, just doing these parties and trying to give people information about it and really just wanting people to understand, like, man, you don't have to take this medicine. This medicine is killing us, like, man, this is another way, another route. Some people bought into it and some people like, man, you're crazy, you know, but, you know. Well, but that's how I got into making it a business. I understand. And and the thing is, in, in our, in the African-American community, anything that we can do, because mm-hmm. we have a history of not eating healthy. Um, right. And, and the thing is, you know, unfortunately in our community, um, money, you know, uh, economical problems, send us into these air it's eating badly we eat at mcdonald's because it's cheap you know we eat we eat this fast food because it's fast and it's easy and also young people just like your girl said i ain't got time to do all that right they say the same same thing about eating fresh like eating you know cooking food at your house without without all the preservatives um and that's a problem and i'm glad to see somebody who who's taking what they've learned and trying to help other people and that's that's what right. everybody really really needs to do so you, you start the right. company um so you're you're making juices you're delivering it to people i want you to throw some more juice parties because i'd definitely be down for something like that um in atlanta Man, you know you, you I'm throw party at the end of it now. i'm trying okay. to put some events together right now so oh, yeah perfect so yeah stay tuned it's, it's on the way oh, i'll yes. definitely be uh making some announcements about that soon but we're gonna add like i'm gonna have um a different kind of therapist there. I got a doctor on the team now that uh, works out at, that does stuff at the gym for us. And he's, uh, uh, he, um, ah, what is the name of it? Help me out with the doctor that cracks you up, does the crack. Oh, uh, call cracks your back and chiropractor. I'm sorry. Yeah. Chiropractor. <laughs> My bad. I'm sorry. So yeah, I'm gonna have like a chiropractor, different massage therapist there. We're going to, we're just going to make it a little bit, you know, just add a little bit, uh, a few more elements to it. Excuse me. Yeah. Understandable. That sounds that sounds like it's going to be a, a really, really good time. Now, yes. one thing, okay, because, I mean, of course, my podcast is, is mainly about, it's, it's about health and fitness, but it's mainly about running. And I see on, you know, that you definitely are a runner. Now, right now, you're on a, a watermelon cleanse right now, correct? Yes, I sold every summer um, when I got into that lifestyle. I didn't start out doing just watermelon, but uh, as I what I like to call graduated or elevated my knowledge on fasting, I decided to do uh, a watermelon fast, do a mono meal, which is just basically eating one meal, something I do all the time uh, throughout the year, just like, oh, in the morning time, I'm just going to eat all oranges. It helps to, it's, it's, it's faster digestion. It helps you keep your energy. But yes, I'm on a watermelon cleanse where I just eat watermelon and drink water uh, and lemon water. Wow, that that twenty one days. Twenty one days. So, because uh, I looked yes. at your pot, I'm uh, not your pot. Because I'm sorry, you looked at your Instagram. Have you? What day were you on? I thought you were almost done, weren't you? So I have reached day twenty one six days ago. Wow. And I decided that I would keep it going and do all liquids up until tomorrow. Actually, so Saturday it's going to end up being twenty seven days, 
of just fasting, 21 days of watermelon and water, and then um, it'll be eight days of just liquid water and freshly pressed juices. Now, doing cleanses and things like that, how does that affect, because I know you're a runner as well, um, how does that affect right. your running? How does it affect your lifting? I, I saw you do jujitsu. How does that affect your other activities? Yes. Like, do you cut back on that when you're doing these cleanses? Yes. Or it, are you, okay, gotcha. Big time, mm-hmm. big time. So when I start fasting, I just, I, I cut it all out. Um, usually what I like to do uh, when I'm fasting is rest. When you're fasting, this is a time for resting. You're resting the body. Um, and, and that's really what you're supposed to do. But because I do own a few businesses and I'm busy, it, it keeps me on the move. Um, but the watermelon, it sustains me, you know what I'm saying? And I'm, I'm good. And I've been doing it for over probably about a good seven, eight years. So I've uh, learned how to control my energy when I'm doing it. But no running, like no crazy workout, no jujitsu, none of that. I'm going to start all that back next week, though. Okay, understandable. Now, how did you get yeah. into running? Now, was this something that you had been doing for a while? Or how did, how did you get into running? So actually, I just started running in uh, 2016. Mm-hmm. 2016, um, I started running. I go to the gym. You know, I would just go to the gym, um, but I really and I would get on the treadmill. And it was um, some people just like, man, treadmill's boring, man. You don't need to do the treadmill. Treadmill's boring. Um, and I decided to start running outside. And I, you know, I wasn't a great runner, so I would run, walk, mm-hmm. run, walk. And then I got to a point where I could do a mile without stopping and walking. And I don't know, I guess it's what people call the runner's high. <laughs> this feeling came over me and I've been running ever since. I just, I, it was addicting. And I, I'm still like, I'm fiending to run right now. Like I'm, my, one of my buddies just hit me up and he's like, man, you done with your fast? I'm like, I'm done this weekend. See you on Monday. Let's get it. <laughs> so yes. I'm ready to get back out there. For sure. Yeah, that, yeah, definitely. So how many, like, are you, a, now there are people who just run, like you just go out and train and run. Do you, you run races mm-hmm. as well, correct? Yeah. So this year alone, I've done four marathons and then with Tess and uh, some of the other crew in Atlanta, I've done, we did that 50 miler together. We did that relay and I did oh, that this Bur- year. Oh, the um, so, yeah. Montgomery? Yeah. So to Montgomery? So. Okay. That sounds good. What four marathons did you do? Um, I did this one in Florida. It was a small one. I can't, uh, what part of Florida was that? One of my friend, Ebony, she's a big runner. She's on Facebook. Um, but Ebony invited me out to that. I did that. I did Miami, um, marathon. I did, and then I did two, um, two dirty sports, uh, trail marathons. Oh, wow. Right after that. Okay. Yeah. And then, and then after that, that. I, I took a, no, I did the thing with, uh, I did the 50 miler from uh, Selma to Montgomery with Tess and the crew. And, uh, and then after that, I took a break. And just so took a little break. First, um, I'm going to tip my hat to you for running a trail marathon because mar- trails is no joke. Um, I've done like one yeah. and a half marathon trail, and I said I would never run a trail again. Um, and, and that's, I think, really? dirty. yeah, I'm, I can't, I just can't do the trails, man. I ain't going to lie to you. I've been <laughs> tripping over stumps and all kinds of Kinds of other stuff. Hey, let me tell you, man. So when it first took off, right, mm-hmm. I I hung back, and I'm so glad I did because soon as it took off and they was like, go, they let everybody take off. The first, I would say maybe 10 people, it started in the in the street, and then it took off into the woods, and the first 10 people probably landed right on top of each other because it was a stump right there, mm. and they just boom, 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 boom. Everybody just piled up on each other. And, I was like, and that was the first one I did, and I was like, oh, my goodness. <laughs> yeah. I don't know how I'm going to like this. Yeah, trails are a different animal. They're, they're good on your knees, you know, running on the trails, but I just think depending on, you know, how difficult the trail is, it can be a really hilly course, and to do that, you know, for a marathon distance is incredible. So I definitely get uh, hats off to you for doing that. Appreciate it, man. Thank you. Talk a little bit about, because I I really didn't get to talk to anybody who did the Selma to Montgomery uh, relay. And I know Tess was going over there because she had actually hit me up and I wasn't able to make it. But talk to me Mm. a little bit about um, that relay and and how that went and how it felt. Because, you know, it wasn't just about a relay. You know, it was celebrating um, the walk from, you know, Selma to Montgomery. Talk to me a little bit about that. So, bro, it it was beautiful. And the whole time... 
Um, I did a video actually, Kes posted it. I had, I made a whole video about the whole journey of us driving out there and um, going to the race, hanging out at the church before the race. I did a whole video on it, but it was beautiful in the energy, just being around all those black folks, man. It was just, it was, it was beautiful. But I watched a lot of videos when I was there mm-hmm. um, and checking out the things on YouTube that happened on that bridge. Yes. Oh man, it was just, it was powerful, man. It was so powerful. And it, man, you could just feel that energy out there. Like yeah. it's still there. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Like that energy is still out there, but overall it was a, it was a beautiful thing just for all of us, beautiful melanated people to come together and, and do that together. It was, it was great. Everybody's attitudes was good. The music was good. Like hopping in and out the van, going to the next stop. Like, Man, I never did. That was my first relay ever. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. I'm thankful to Tess for inviting me to that. So that was great. I had a good time, but the but the energy was amazing, and I'm glad I did it. And hopefully we can we can do it again next year. Yeah, definitely. I'm I'm hoping to get out there next year to to try to do that relay. Um, now awesome. you do jujitsu as well. Now, how did you get into jujitsu? So my uncle is a black belt. No, he's a brown belt uh, MMA um, fighter. MMA fighter. Oh, he does wow. cage fighting, and he's been doing it for years. Um, and he's always been on me, like, man, you a runner, like, you will. <laughs> this is easy. You need to do this. You need to come do this jujitsu. So a couple years ago, I decided to step foot in the gym and uh, and try it out. And it, I fell in love with it. It's it's awesome, man. Not just like the whole martial arts part. It's just the art art of it. Not like the like the physical contact part of it, mm-hmm. but just the whole art of it and the way you have to move. It, it's it's awesome, man. But yeah. So but you know it can it it can be dangerous. Like some first few days I went, man. I'm like bent over, getting choked out. People oh, putting man. me to sleep. I'm like whoa. <laughs> But um, after I got over that fear of getting choked out and learning how to hurry up and tap real fast, tap out, tap out, it, it got it got fun. So I love that too. It's it's an awesome. I just like I like things that push me, that make me work like real extra hard. And running marathons make you work extra hard. Half marathons make you work extra hard. And jujitsu is definitely a workout. Like it takes everything out of you. It's a great workout. Yeah. So had you done any kind of combat combat sport before getting into it? Is it the first time you've ever done like that that one-on-one mano-a-mano kind of thing? Right, right. Absolutely. First time. Okay. First yeah, time. Yeah, I, I yeah. could understand because, I mean, I, I wrestled and boxed a little bit when I was in high school. So, yeah, it's it's definitely a different – people don't understand. It's a different experience when it's just you and somebody else. You know, you're not you're right. not on a team – you know, that kind of thing. When it's just you and somebody else, it's definitely a different experience. So good luck uh, with that. Where are right. you trying to take that? Now, you trying to get in the cage like your uncle? Uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, man. Have you ever been to one of them fights? Yeah, man. I don't know about that. <laughs> yeah, I'm good. If you see it in person. And my uncle, is he just did his last fight at 49 years old. Wow. You know what I'm saying? With a 22-year-old. Wow. And, and he won, too. He whooped him up. But, man, just to see, like, those punches and those kicks, yeah, man, I'm good. I'm so good. I'm gonna I'm keep running. I hear you. So, do you have uh, any any plans, any runs in mind that you already have on the docket that you're, you're training for, or going to get back to training for um, after your cleanse is done? So, of course, um, I hope to see you there at the race. Oh yeah. Um, so that that will be the. So that's why I'm coming off my fast too. I really want to continue my fast. Because I'm having some breakthroughs and getting a lot of uh, things out of my body, a lot of mucus coming. But I'm just like, man, I'm about to turn it back and start back eating because I really want to do the race. And it's in October. We're about to be in September. So I want to just, like, try to train a little bit for that and just get ready for that. So the race, but my major goal, 2019, and I heard it takes a whole year to get ready for this. So I might just be training all 2019. Okay. I want to do an Iron Man. Uh, I want to do an Iron Man. That's the next thing on my list is to become an Iron Man. 
Wow. Yeah. You you got you got some good goals there, bro. So um, if we get into this Ironman thing, so are you a swimmer? Are you a biker? Or is this something you just – because I can already tell you a brother that will go ahead, hey, I don't know how to do it, but I'm about to learn how to do it. Um, Absolutely, have, have, indeed. Have, yeah. have, is that kind of where you but are? I do swimming? swim. Okay, good, um, good. I'm not the greatest swimmer in the world. So <laughs> I, I I went to school in Alaska, and you have to um, – in high school, you got to – no, you don't learn how to swim, you don't graduate. You know what I mean? What? So that's a part of the uh, curriculum. Like, you have to know how to swim to graduate. Alaska has a lot of water, so they don't play about swimming. So, and I, you know, so I got, like, my skill of swimming there, but I don't I don't know how to swim in that open water like yeah, that. I got to yeah. get a, I find somebody that can train me. Um, my biking game is at zero. <laughs> You know, I know a little bit about biking. I don't even own a bike. I'm about to buy one so yeah. I can start training. And um, I think I'm going to do all right with the running part. Oh, yeah. Yeah, definitely. Cool, yeah. Um, yeah, you know, because triathlon is one of my goals as well. Um, I mean, I can swim. We had a pool when oh. I was a kid. I'm from Florida. Everybody has a pool. Um, but I had a pool when I was a kid, so I definitely know how to swim. But swimming up and down, you know, your little pool at the house and swimming miles is, you know, two totally different things. So I completely understand where you're coming from on that. But good luck with right. good, good luck with that, man, because that Ironman, that, I've, I've cheered on a few people at Ironmans. That's no joke, man. That's that's some, man, that's some serious stuff. I'm ready for it, though. Like, I, I'm excited about it. I want to just, you know, I just like doing things that push me to the next limit. And I just feel like if I can accomplish things like, running a marathon like i never thought in a million years i would run a marathon like that was not on my radar you know <laughs> but neither was juicing and neither was opening up a gym and a juice spot either you know what i mean so i'm just one day at a time man i wake up and just be like man i'm excited to be here what are we gonna do what are we doing today you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, yes yeah. definitely i i'm loving it. i love what you're saying man now the the other reason i want to talk to you besides you know all your, your renaissance life that you got going on was I heard you talking about um, the race, of course, uh, coming up in October, which I'm, I'm a backer. I'm, a, I'm one of the first hundred. Um, that hey, you were gonna, you, yes, you, sir, yes, sir. I love it. I love it. You're going to document the behind the scenes, basically. Is that kind of what's going on right now? Yeah, so me, um, Derek uh, from Behind the Wheel, we kind of like talk one day, and I was just telling him that I had talked to Tess what I thought would be awesome was if, like, to me, this is, like, it's groundbreaking. Um, it's for us. It's for our culture. Um, and just to have all these black businesses coming together and all these beautiful black people coming together um, to do something that I think is going to be, I don't know, I think this is going to be groundbreaking. So I just went to Tess and told her, I'm like, man, you know, like, I don't want no money. You know, because she first thing she asked me, like, well, what's the budget? I'm like, man, I don't want no money. Like, just invite, I want to come to the meetings, you know what I mean? And I want to just film and just document the meetings and come to, you know, all the different events and that, that we're, you're doing leading up to this race. So we can, so we can make something out of it and make, you know, something that, uh, what I think is going to be history. I just want to capture it, you know what I'm saying, as it's happening. So 10 years from now, 20 years from now, we can look back at this and be like, man, remember this meeting and remember when we were here trying to get ready for this and walking through the uh, race, trying to figure out what streets are all the turns we're going to happen on and just trying to put the whole thing together. So I just think, like, she's creating history and everybody that's a backer, man, this is going to be awesome, man. It's, it's Y'all creating history, and I just want to, like, documented and you know what i'm saying and be able to go back and look at it years down the line and say man you know this is awesome 10 races later yeah this is how yeah exactly 10 races later this is how it started when this race becomes right. like a race that's on everybody's calendar like every year right. oh well what you doing this year right. well of course i'm gonna do the race and then da 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 you know i want the race to yeah. become like peach tree like even if you're not a runner You'll still be like, oh, well, I'm going to run peace this year. This is how I want to be the race. I want the race to be just like that. I want families to, to get together and come run the race. So, yes, yes, I am all in for the documentation. I can't wait till it's done. I can't wait to see it. Um, 
just to kind of see the behind the scenes of how how they got everything done. Now, um, how they pulled it together. Exactly, yeah. how, how they all pulled it together. So I definitely will be there. You going to run it or are you going to document it? So you what you going to do on race day? So so that's what I've been debating, bro. I've been debating on like as you were just talking, that's what was going through my mind. Am I running this thing or am I, or am I going to uh, get out? So what I'm thinking about doing is I got a guy that hangs out with me that films a lot of stuff for me and uh, helps me with my websites and stuff. So what I'm thinking about doing is hiring him, having him come out there and film everything because I want to run. You know what I mean? And I haven't been running. I haven't been working out. So I really want to run. So – I'm hoping I can have him come out there. I really want him to bring the drones out there so he can get the aerial shot. Oh, yeah. And so we can make make like a movie out of this thing. But um, my goal is to run. I I'll just you. say that for right now. I my goal you. is to run. I hear you, brother. Well, wh whichever you end up doing, I'm sure it's gonna the the uh, the documentary is gonna turn out wonderful. I'm I'm really really excited to see it. Now, Polo, before because uh, I really enjoyed talking with you, but before we get off of here, just kind of um, tell the people how they would be able to get in touch with you as far as the gym, as far as the um, the juicing. How would they get in touch with you? How would they be able to get a hold of of, of some of your Atlanta juice? How would they do that? Okay, so right now the gym you can go to at PT Cross Training on Instagram or Facebook, but check out the Instagram. We're there most of, that's where we're at mostly, uh, PT Cross Training. Um, and for the juice, I have, so Juice Atlanta or Juice ATL is a delivery service. Okay. I started it out as a delivery service. So I have a, I've actually built a kitchen inside of the gym so I could kind of focus on both things at the same time. Mm -hmm. So Juice ATL, um, at Juice ATL is how you can find Juice Atlanta. And right now, because I'm just starting back with the deliveries, you can come to the gym and we have a refrigerator in there and it juices stay in there. Um, and you can come by and check the gym out. Uh, we're in Buckhead uh, in between uh, Cheshire Bridge and Piedmont. And that's where the juices are right now. The website should be back up, which is uh, juiceatlanta.com, uh, juiceatlanta.com. And it's juice with two U's. Okay. And right now you can go to the website, put your email address in. You'll get a hit back. But, yeah, so we're on Instagram, at juiceatl. And everywhere else, Twitter, Facebook, all gotcha. the different. Yeah, because I, I think the, the link to the juice website is on your personal Instagram. What's your personal Instagram tag? Oh, P-O-L-I-Z-Z-Y, Polizzi, at Polizzi. Okay, perfect. P-O-L-I-Z-Z-Y. Yeah. And before you go, is there anything else? If I, is there anything I miss that you would like to talk about? Anything that you would like to tell um, my, you know, half a dozen listeners out there um, that you would like Man, to talk about? And or, growing, or, and growing, and growing, and growing. <laughs> uh, anything that you'd like to uh, impart to them that we may have missed? Nah, man, just, you know, um, man, live well. That's all I would say. Live well. Your body is mostly made up of water, so drink a lot of water, people, and eat high-water fruits, and stay away from anything white, white bread, white pastas, all that stuff is hurting us, it's killing us. Stay away from sodas. Stay away from fake juices in the store, from concentrate, whatever that stuff is. And, man, and just live well and try to be happy and don't hold grudges and don't be mad. Try to smile. That's it. That's all I got. <laughs> Bruh, that, that's, hey, it might not, you, you, just those last few words, that I love that. Don't hold grudges, you know, try to smile. Those two right there alone are worth listening to. Well, Polo, it's Appreciate been great, it, great speaking with you. I surely hope I get to see you sometime in the future. Definitely, definitely will see you man. at the race. Um, in October, because I know I'm gonna be there. I know I'm running, regardless of what kind of. I'm, I'm kind of coming off an injury, so I'm, I'm I'm pulling myself back into shape. But regardless of what kind of shape right. I'm in, I'm gonna be out there. Awesome, I love it, man. And I just want to say to you, also, man, it's an honor being on your show. I really appreciate it, man. Um, and you got the best voice, bro. Like your voice <laughs> is amazing. You got like a perfect radio voice, man. I think yeah. I posted that on your on your Instagram one day, like a while back oh, okay. uh, when I first got in contact with your page through India. Uh, yeah, and I was yeah. like, man, this dude's voice is amazing. Like, 
That's it's crazy. You got a dope voice, man. You was blessed to be doing what you're doing right well, now. Well, I appreciate it, man. It's just it's just you know uh, passed down for, through the family. We all had that. All the men had that 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 kind of voice, and none of us have done radio, so I don't know. But anyway, I, I do I do appreciate man. it, brother. I appreciate the compliment, but I do appreciate you taking time out of your busy day because you got it. You got going on everywhere, so I appreciate you taking time out appreciate of your day it, to, to speak with me. All right. I'm humbled by that, man. I appreciate that. Have a good one, bro. We'll talk to you soon. All right, thank you, man. I appreciate you. Blessings, man. Peace. And thank you again, Polo, for yes, taking time out of your you day and speaking amazing. with this amazing guy, the Renaissance man. That's, that's my name for him. Yes. So, another great episode. Of course. It was great and always fun. All right. So, India, if they want to get in touch with you, how will they do that? Yes, you can um, find me on Instagram at I underscore of underscore Indigo, and that's E-N-D-I-G-O underscore runs. Um, you can also find me at Miles from India. On Facebook, you can find me at India Cook. And if you want to shoot me an email with any ideas, questions, concerns, things of that nature, you can find me at milesfromindia at gmail.com. And uh, you can get me on Instagram at tmitch68. Um, you can DM me there, or you can hit me up on my email address, thomaswmitchell, and the number two, at gmail.com. Another great show, India. Yes. Oh, and I don't want to say this real quick. Mm-hmm. Thank you, everybody, for all the kind words about our new logo. We've gotten some yes, good feedback yes, on our logo. Yes, the logo. Um, um, Mr. Mr. 26.2, Mr. Uh, Michael Martinez set that yes. up for us. So, so thanks. thank you. Thank you very much. <laughs> and don't forget... The race is coming. Yes. The Unity Collective race. Coming three weeks out. And don't forget, you got to go to the expo. Yes. Some yes, good it, stuff is going to be happening at the expo. definitely some good stuff going to be happening. So we are the Run, Run Duo. Duo. Y'all have a great one. We'll Bye see you in a couple guys. of weeks.